morning, Elite. Welcome back to your favorite Saturday morning show. Screw the cartoons. Come talk some AW with your fan, your friends, your fans, your friends here at Elite POV, where I stumble over my words every Saturday morning. Now, welcome to the show where we talk about AW Rampage and more. Today we got a lot more to talk about that we will discuss for the majority of the show. But my name is Kyle Masters. I'm your producer. I'm your host for the Saturday morning show for Good Morning Elite. Joined by two members of the Elite POV crew. One that is the draw herself, Jackie Rodriguez. What's going on, Jackie? Buenos dias. Oh, everybody. buenos dias, señorita. Buenos dias, coquis. That's all I know. That's all so, I'm going to get to. Yeah, we're, we're still teaching Kyle little by little. We're teaching him like a Spanish word a day, and none of it is going to make sense to make a complete sense. You know what you should but... do? You got to come every Saturday now, or when we do the show. What's the Spanish word of the day? Oh, you gotta think of it's a Spanish be, word of the day. It's going to be like Tortuga. my version of class. Tortuga. Tortuga. But it's going to be like teaching you Spanish. My broke ass. Me gusta tortugas. <laughs> Which means I like turtles. I like turtles. Pop <laughs> <laughs> the boys. Pop the boys. Oh. Wait, did you just. Really whoa, wait, 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 wait. Did you just tell me the pop? The boys. No, no, no. I no. said. <laughs> oh, now she's doing that now. But uh, that other voice you heard is the king of talk style. I don't know. You, nope. you still yeah, king of, I am the king of tortugas. King of tortugas. No, you know what I am? I am. I don't know. I don't have a moniker anymore. We're calling you the king of tortugas from now on. King of tortugas. El, el um, del tortugas. Oh, I, el del tortugas. I wasn't supposed to be here today. I was supposed to be at work, but. It's like 45 mile per hour winds and raining. And I'm what not going to drive for I know you're supposed to be here today. I'm not. I'm not. And then gas is up to 450 a gallon. So I'm not driving 35 minutes to work today to sit there and look at my coworkers. Oh, it's raining out. I'm like, nope, I'm here. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it, it went up here too. like a, it's a record. I, I can't convert it because we go by different thing but i imagine it, it converts to the same but yeah gas is ridiculous right now ridiculous mm -hmm. but uh guys are here to talk about aw rampage plus more i mentioned it a couple of the topics in the tweet um one of them is we're going to talk about right off the bat here is um forbidden door so i i can't i can't say i, I can't sit here and say i thankfully got tickets because it's a pain in the ass to get the tickets i got um so on Thursday, I tried the, the pre-sale. So I got into a good spot for the pre-sale. When I was in the waiting line, I was the 1,000th and something, which is crazy to think because there was over 20,000 people in the queue eventually. Um, so I got into a decent spot. But as soon as I got in, tickets flew off the shelves. Flew off the shelf. I couldn't, every time I clicked buy ticket, like the next ticket, it was gone. It didn't matter where it was in the stadium. It was gone as soon as I clicked it. And that's obviously because the auto sculper thing, If it's with any event with Ticketmaster. It's a it's a problem, but yeah. Ticketmaster don't give a shit because they're getting money anyways. Um, but it was tough. I tried for like two hours and couldn't get anything. So I was disappointed. Um, they ended up selling out, uh, was it almost close to 12,000 tickets on the first day, the pre-sale. So that left a very <laughs> minimal amount of tickets for general sale which i don't know why they, i don't know if that's a is that am i wrong is that a thing do do, do does do events actually do that yeah they never it's, i've never encountered where the majority of them were available for pre-sale versus the 2000 that were available on general you, on sale usually day. it's a it is a percentage for um you know like a lot of pre-sales are for credit card companies for uh you know subscribers to certain things for emails like so for instance like i am a huge the used fan I've seen them like 35 times right so before their tickets go on sale i get it from the used.com i get a promo code from ticketmaster i get a promo okay. code all for pre-sale my credit card because like i bought it with them so they know what kind of music i like so city will send me like hey here's a list of bands coming to your area with pre-sale codes tickets on sale this date so I feel like a lot of times we just don't see it at that level, but I'm pretty sure that they just wanted to sell it out really quick to shut people up. So they just released God. a bunch of tickets. Well, like the second day <laughs> Meltzer tweeted, they only alluded 3000 tickets for general sale the next day. And I went into that queue and I had a good number. 
by the time I got the screen open, they were all gone already. <laughs> they were it's, gone. It's, it's yeah. bots, man. Yeah. It's all, so a, a cool thing that Ed Sheeran did actually is there was some like kind of verification because a bunch of his tickets sold for one concert and it was all okay. scalpers. And he did some kind of verification thing. I have to look it up where like you have to identify yourself buying the tickets and then you can get them. Oh, like it's crazy. Okay. Like, like, so he was like, cause I, he was getting pissed off. Cause he's like, I'm not charging people $400 to see my concert. I'm charging people 110 and people are buying these tickets and selling them for $400 and making money off of my name, my band's name, the opener's name. And that's not fair. He's like, I want my fans to come see my concert at a reasonable price. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> wish that more people would do that or more entities would do that. And I fell into that because I ended up buying. I bought a resold or two resold tickets. And I'm going with my buddy, No Cell Phil, not the Phil from this podcast, good friend of mine um, who offered to drive from here to Chicago. So, hey, he's coming with me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I ended up getting uh, I was actually forwarded a link uh from a good friend of mine on twitter uh, uh to a pair of tickets that were in a good spot in a not overly overpriced so i was able to click it and get it fast like i tweeted out i'm like i may or may not get tickets <laughs> so mm -hmm. i i'm like i guarantee by the time i get to them they'll be sold out sure enough i opened the Ticketmaster link and they were right there and they weren't it let me go to checkout i'm like oh my god so i i it went a little bit over like regular price, I think I, it was close to eighty or ninety dollars over what they were listed as, but I'm going. I had to dip it a little bit into my all out fun, which is okay. I can, we're still a ways away, but uh, I got the tickets, so I'll be going for that historic event. And I and I was talking to, I think it was uh, Insider Kimmy yesterday. I'm like, I got to continue my streak of being at historical events because there's, I haven't been to a lot in AEW, but I was at the fur very first Dynamite. In, in Washington, I drove down for that. Um, then I went, it wasn't historic, but I went to the full gear mm -hmm. in 2019, which was really cool. Um, but like this, I remember saying ever since like AW became a thing, I'm like, when they do the super show, I don't care where it is, I'm going. So like I was dead set on getting tickets. I was even looking at StubHub, which were really overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> they were ridiculous. Um, but I'm like, I have to be at this show in, in some way. And lucky enough, I got a DM with a link to a couple of tickets. That I don't know how I didn't see, um, but they're in the 200 section. So at least we're not way at the top or in the 200s right in the middle. Uh, so if you're looking at the ring a little bit to the left, so like in between the ring and the entrance way, so which is not bad at all. Great seats. And I went on, uh, what was it seat geek? You can see like the ticket viewer and see mm -hmm. where it is. So it was, they look great. Um, so <laughs> that's going to be exciting. But I think that the main question is, and that's the question everybody's mind. I saw it all over Twitter. I even tweeted about it. Can AW do a stadium show now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think like yes I, as well, but it, it has to, do, it, you need to add factors to that. No, you don't. We said it on the show. We, I mean the factors, yes, the outside factors, the, all that kind of factors. Right. But we said it on the show that this fan base will travel. This fan base will buy this fan. You know, that is the, you know, everyone can say, oh, they're only catered to the, the diehards and fuck the casuals. Yeah. Well, that's true. They do. Cater <laughs> they to did the it for Forbidden Door and it worked. No, they do, <laughs> they do cater to the diehards because guess what? The diehards are the ones that are on to buy tickets right away. The diehards are the ones that are going to buy your merchandise. The casuals are great, but diehards are going to push this brand to the next level because they put money into this brand. You know what I mean? Like, I am a casual Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. I'll spend a little bit of money on it, but I'm not a diehard. Kyle is a diehard. He puts money into Star Wars. Oh, God, yeah. He invests <laughs> in the stuff, the collectibles, all that stuff, right? A new tattoo. But, like, that's important for brands. Brands need to focus on diehards. That's where the money comes from. You know what I mean? That's who's spending. A casual viewer is going to help with TV ratings, but are they going to go buy every CM Punk shirt or like Jackie, every FTR shirt that comes out, she's going to have two of them. That's a yeah, freaking punter. <laughs> that, I mean, so when people are like, Oh, they only cater to their good. Yeah. Cater to the people that are spending the money. Yeah. No, and you're, you're absolutely right. Um, what I say though, is they can do a stadium show, but I am sort of in agreement that they, they, 
they can do a stadium show if they if they limit it. They can do it with just the AW roster. But but if they uh, <laughs> if they include like I tweeted them like if they include a few top New Japan stars like if they brought in like an Okada, a Naito, or and like a uh, an Ibushi if he's ready to go. If you bring in just a few of those stars and maybe maybe you have like a highlighted impact wrestling match. Maybe like Diana comes over and it's like the Brit match, right? That everyone wants to see. Maybe they can give her nine minutes this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like if they have certain factors in place and in the right city, they can do all out in a stadium. Even if it's not. I mean, we're not talking about WrestleMania 80,000 plus stadium right off the bat. I'm talking about. If you go even to one of these big stadiums, you condense it. You use half the stadium. You get to like the 30,000, 40,000 mark. They can do it. They can easily do it. They had over 20,000 people in the pre-sale freaking ticket line. And it yeah, sold out think, less than 40 minutes. I think that the, the biggest issue would be more of the logistics and setup. It's definitely not the, a lack of demand. Like as far as filling the stadium, I definitely think that they can do it if they you know start off relatively conservatively like you said even just cutting it in half i mean you're guaranteed twenty thousand people yeah at least twenty thousand. probably to me that's 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 the united center's a stadium so i mean it's not a football stadium so like stadium show you have to like you know what i mean like it's a bad like united center used to be a basketball stadium that's what the wells fargo is in philly that's so a stadium show if we're talking stadium show we're talking outdoor show um slash i'll let you finish I'll let you finish your thought, Jackie, but that comes into play because WWE spends a lot of money on protecting the ring, protecting the wrestlers from the conditions so it doesn't rain on them, so the ropes don't get slippery. So is Tony Khan willing to invest that yet to to, to protect the wrestlers, to protect everything? Is he willing? That's a lot of money for a growing company. That's a lot of money for a company that doesn't have a huge... Billion dollar TV deal yet? Yeah, no, you're you're I mean, right. That's that's fair. There's a lot of different factors that go into making a show like that run as smoothly as possible. But as far as saying like, can it be done demand oh, yeah. wise? I I absolutely think so, and I really hope that they start considering it for the future, so we don't have these situations where you have all these people clamoring for tickets and a handful of people just don't ever get a chance to go. Yeah, and I was thinking about it all night. And I was thinking about a lot of factors for All Out. Now, I'm not talking specifically about All Out. It'll be tough to do a stadium show. And I'm like, oh, they can do a stadium show. And I even tweeted, I'm like, but then thinking about it, it actually is really tough to do a stadium show in September because mm-hmm. of many factors. Baseball is still going on. Uh, like I, I mentioned in the previous shows, like the Rogers Center they can go to. The Blue Jays are at home until the Wednesday of All Out week. That's really tough to set everything up in the three days after like, it probably can be done, but, you know, you don't want to risk anything. Um, and then you got to do all the tests, right? All the, the lighting tests, the entrance tests, and all that stuff. Um, but then you also, people can be like, oh, go to a college stadium. Well, college football starts in September. <laughs> NFL <laughs> starts in September. So it's really, really tough to do. And people are like, oh, they'll go to the to Cravens Cottage in the UK. That's also really tough to do just to announce off the bat. You gotta. You have to think of a, a bunch of other factors. September, we're getting closer into the fall. We don't know. We know that WWE. It took WWE years and years to to get used to the the elements factor and to get the structures in place for the elements of an outdoor stadium. Really, don't know if Tony Khan has. I'm not. I'm not trying to say he's poor. Doesn't have the money, but does he have the resources to accommodate for outdoor weather? You can probably do Craven's Cottage in the middle of the summer and hope it doesn't rain. But like, I mean, you're you're you you have a lot of factors in place when you're going over there, where you know nine times out of ten, and not trying to shit on you UK fans, the weather is pretty crappy depending on where you go over there, um, and that's most of the days. And so he has the money. Before people are like, he's a billionaire. He has the money, but does the brand? He's not going to go in his. He's already went in his pocket for the video game, which I think is a huge, huge sign that he wants to succeed. Right, because he's that's going right, to Adam. his own wallet for English that. football starts up in September. Yes, but that's what I was going to say. Football starts, soccer, whatever you call it, starts in September. You know, um, the Blue Jays are playing, and like it's going to probably be in Chicago this year. But he needs to explore moving this. He needs yeah. to. Uh, he, I mean, 
it's cool that it, everything's in Chicago. Like you got CM Punk, that's your guy for this year. If he's the champion, yes, keep it in Chicago for this year. But man, you have a huge market in Philly, a huge market in New York. I know New York gets Grand Slam, right? But you need to start catering to more wrestling towns. You need to start moving yeah. around. You need to go out west, right? You need to go to LA. You know, cater to the other fans as well. Because one of my favorite things about these big events, right, is traveling, right? Going to WrestleMania and going to New Orleans. I probably would have never went to New Orleans if it wasn't for WrestleMania. And it was literally my favorite yeah, vacation spot ever. <laughs> going to Orlando for WrestleMania. All in, or I mean all out, I should say. All out should be that, a destination. Like, you're going here this year. Like, I get Double or Nothing's always in Vegas. This is always in Chicago. Give us more. I want to travel and mm -hmm. watch you, but I want other stuff to do. Like, I want to go see the sites of New Orleans or people who've never been to Philly. Philly is the coolest setup because there's all the stadiums are in one parking lot and a giant bar, sports bar in the middle, right? Where everybody goes. You can watch the games. You can watch wrestling. It is nuts. It is set up for these kinds of events. So, so I just feel like they need to look into that more. Yeah, you, you mentioned the stadium name. Like, if for September... NHL doesn't start till October. So the the arenas, the stadium arenas that the NHL players or the NHL teams play in, which can reach anywhere from twenty to twenty two thousand capacity, those mm -hmm. are available and readily available to AEW in towns, like you mentioned, like Philly, or if they want to explore maybe California in 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 uh in September and go to the crypt and uh, Staples Center or stupid crypto.com arena crypto now it's called. The hell. Um I mean Seattle just did a big renovation to their arena now that we're the cracking play. It's a gorgeous arena now. That's a place that the Climate Pledge Arena holds 20,000-plus people. You got certain big-name cities that you can go to for All Out. And now, based on what you just had, and again, like I said, if you include just a few, it could be one or even two big names from New Japan now, this partnership looks like it's 100%. Like The president, from what I'm reading and what I've seen in his tweets is extremely happy with what just happened this week. And apparently he's been he's been said to be more excited than he ever was with the partnership with Ring of Honor. <laughs> so, like... I mean, that's not... That's, a, lot, a lot more to offer. Well, here's the thing. I mean, Ring of Honor, right? New Japan kind of made Ring of Honor hot, right? Because New Japan was... Like, the Bucks and all that were... They blew up in Japan. And then Ring of Honor kind of got the piggyback off of that in the States, right? Yeah. This is something that you have CM Punk, you have Danielson, you have Moxley. New Japan is benefiting off this relationship. They're getting Moxley. They're going to oh, get they've loved Moxley. They've right? loved Moxley. But they're getting talent where Ring of Honor was just kind of like, oh, well, well, we'll just be the American New Japan. Like your guys can just... What was going back to them? What stars did Ring of Honor make huge that went back to them at the yeah. time. Nobody. Japan, New Japan was bigger than Ring of Honor. AEW is now bigger than New Japan. So you might get CM Punk in Japan. Yeah. You know, like the partnership makes sense now from a from a Japanese wrestling standpoint. You can have these stars go over once COVID's done. And it's just such a better partnership, yeah. right? And then AEW benefits because you get Okada, you get Naito. You know, we've gotten um we got an Ishii, right? Yeah. If, if Shingo could come over here, that'd be dope. Like, there's a lot of names. Jay White's appeared on TV. Jay White, yeah. right? Who <laughs> I love Jay White. <laughs> My man thinks that every time that New Japan has a partnership with someone and it sells out, he tweeted, <laughs> was it yesterday? He's like, I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> he's, he's taking full credit for United Center getting sold out. <laughs> My man, Jay White's a star, man. That guy, that guy, that guy is amazing. But yeah, like you said, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, CM Punk's about to be a pig and shit when he finally goes to wrestle in Japan in a New Japan ring against whomever, man. That guy's going to be... And same with Daniels. Daniels has been wanting to do it for years. He's been waiting to go over there. So now, like, it's going to be a hell of a year for AEW, like, going into this partnership with New Japan. And like they've said um, over the last couple of weeks, it's not... there. This is more than just Japan coming here to do a super show. They are now talking of doing the opposite, of doing a forbidden door over there. Um, I put my money on it that we're going to see a lot of AW stars at Wrestle Kingdom this mm -hmm. coming January. So that's going to be the awesome. The impact door is open too, which is awesome. Yeah. It looks like the impact. It looks like back. it hasn't fully closed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 
I've got some insider insider information from Kimmy that I don't know if I'm allowed to share. So I will just I'll tell you guys off air. Um, it involved this week's dynamite, so I'll let you guys know. Um, it involves oh. someone you love near and dear, Aunt. So I'm just gonna sip my tea. That's nah, it's fine. We all know it doesn't matter because as soon as that contract's up in November, Deanna's going to AEW. Yeah. Kimmy, I wasn't going to say anything. I I was going to tell them off air. So, um, I mean, I, I can guess that it's you have our most dominant top star that we've built up for two years, and you gave her eight minutes. There's a and lot she tapped out. There's like, a lot. It, There's a lot more. It's, it's a lot more than that. <laughs> so I'll let you know no. after. But uh, yeah, it's uh, again, even if it's just Japan and. Uh, AEW, this partnership is going to be huge. This is going to be a massive year for AEW. We go back to the topic of All Out. I can't wait because we're all as a team going. No matter where it is this year, we're going. Um, and I'm super excited for it. I cannot wait. Guys, you have no idea that we brainstorm all the time. We're in our chats together about what we're going to do for All Out for you guys. We have a lot planned. Like we've been talking about doing like one thing we've talked about is like doing our variation of a BTE and doing a little being skits. the elite POV. Yeah, being the elite POV, and we're gonna do skits for you guys. So it's gonna be well, we'll do it. We're gonna. Uh, I know we've talked about doing our own version of a talking chop, where we're just we record a podcast while we're extremely loaded, <laughs> and, and that'll be under the paywall for yeah. sure. That is not going to the public. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, guys, it's it's going to be great. We have a lot planned for this, so uh, let's uh, transition now uh, into Rampage last night, which Ant watched not even a uh, half hour ago. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, listen, guys. It was in a weird time. I, weird time I, yesterday. 5.30, I literally was watching Kyle stream driving. I had to get a Mother's Day gift for my wife from the girls, so I'm at Lowe's looking for something for like an hour. I'm watching Kyle stream while I'm in Lowe's. Then I have to pick up food. Then I have to feed the kids. We eat. I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, Rampage is on in the background, not paying attention at all. Then it breaks that Joel Embiid's playing with a broken fucking face. So I turn on ESPN real quick because fuck Rampage at that point because Joel's back, right? The Phantom <laughs> of the Process is back. We're watching. Then the Sixers oh my God, roll. That mask. Then, the six, then the Sixers win, and then Anthony's drunk. So I woke up today, and I watched it because I thought I was going to work, so I didn't think I had to pay attention, right? Like, I could just hey, watch it later. Both our sports teams won. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, I – um. Go sports. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, we like sports. Yeah. We don't care who knows. Jackie loves um, sports too. Me too. But, but like, I didn't think I had to watch it, right? I didn't think I had to pay attention. And then I decided not to go to work. And like, I've been up since six. So I looked wow. at my wife and it was like eight o'clock. And I'm like, I'm fucking bored. Like, is there any home projects I can do? Anything? And she's like, no, you did them all. And I'm like, I'm going to go on the show then. <laughs> and it feels like you better watch Rampage. I'm like, fuck, you're right. I yeah, and it was a great show. And we haven't night. even talked about it yet. And it's 35 minutes yeah. in. So <laughs> hey, people love the discussions. They love us. Um, right after, before we get anywhere, I have to say it because I say it every show. Frankie Bebop. What's going on, Frankie, Frankie. Bebop? Frankie Bebop. A little scatter at the end. It's no longer Pop the Boys, it's Bop the Boys. It's Frankie Bebop the Boys. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, Rampage last night, again, weird time, 5.30, and that was obviously due to the NBA play. I'm interested to see the demo for last night. Very interested. I know it's going to be low, but I want to know, like, I want to know the details, like, you know, like the age demo. I really want to know who was watching Rampage last night. Ended up being a really good show. I saw a lot of people tweeting, so there were people watching. Um, it was a great, I think it was a great show all around. Like, I know we've said it before, like, they need, like, big names on there to get you to watch Rampage, and this is at a weird time, but it ended up being, like, a really good show. Like, both women matches were great. Um, yes, they were. Hook and J.D. Drake did its thing. Obviously, the story was what happened after. the whole, That whole Hook and Danhausen thing after was really cool. And then they got a, a big showcase for uh, a tak, Takashita, Takashita, Takashita? Takeshita. Takeshita. Um, that was a big heat, man. He's a, he's a star. That guy, I don't know. Is he signed? I don't know if anyone knows. I, I really didn't do my research on him. I don't know if he's signed to New Japan or... Is he signed to AEW? I don't remember. Someone in the chat let us know. I thought he was a Hold DDT on, guy initially. Or DDT. I'll be right back. The kid's crying. Okay, that's all right, Aunt. Um, aunt the father. The dad aunt. Daddy aunt. <laughs> daddy aunt. Um, he's in DDT. Okay, so anyways. Uh, yeah. Even if they don't. Oh, we got, <laughs> we got hey, a, we got a special get guest. Get a cameo. 
cameo. Yeah, that's twenty five dollars all. So pay. <laughs> but then we had the stuff even at the end with Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe. Right, they're building that feud, um, which is okay. That get, it gets me. Now you got to think. So they they pushed the. You know we know how on Wednesday they announced the. Um, what's it the the Joker for the Owen Hart tournament, right? So. Yes. And then it's it's the Samoa Joe match, but they keep pushing the Samoa Joe storyline with Jay Lethal and and Sing. Right, they did that whole thing where he was just kicking everyone's ass. Why do I think that Sing is the Joker next week? I don't think so. That that would be a really ballsy take to do because you know I feel like people have been a little hot and cold about him. So do you just put the feud like on the back burner while Joe does his thing? Like, is Joe moving? Is Joe moving on in the tournament? Or does Joe get thrown out of the tournament because somebody, you know, from that Jay Lethal side of things interferes? You know what I mean? I know they don't like to do a lot of, especially like, in you know, the Owen tournament. People are going to shit all over that. People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, how dare you do it? Yeah. How dare Joe's you do get, interference? No, Joe's going to get screwed. They're not going to put Sing in it. They'd rather have a good debut and screw Joe than have Sing and everyone shits on the match anyway. But does that take away from the debut? Like they, like they already no. their first match in AW, they win because it was a screw job depends with the if, other guy. Depends if it's a heel or not. You never know. That's tough. Yeah. That is, is so tough. tough. Like I, I really wouldn't go with Sing either just off of the basis that people would look at it like, wow, this is a really important tournament and you know, like you want some big established names in it you know i i just don't see she was trying to hand me cody nah he went to dirty yeah Uh, say fuck the fed yo speaking of cody did anyone see the clip that's been shared last night yeah the kid jumping over the barricade yeah so if no one knows cody was uh doing what he does best is go around the ringside and take pictures with people and stuff and while he was doing that, some kid jumped the barricade. Not a fan. Some little tiny kid jumped the barricade. It was like pulling on him. Can you come take a selfie with me? God, Cody's really? like, okay, don't worry. I'll be over there. <laughs> and security, the one security had to yell at the other security. He's like, hey, look, there's a kid over here. What are you doing? <laughs> like security oh didn't even jump God. in. I have to see that. I did not see uh, that. It was, oh, it was so. And then Cody commented on the video. It was like, yeah, this popped me, he said. <laughs> He's like, I ended up taking a selfie with him after. I'm like, oh, man, that's awesome. But, like, it's stuff like that to see. Like, you don't see, like, the wrestler, like, running away and, and putting security in front of him. He just, he grabbed, he put the, the armor on the kid. He's like, oh, where are you sitting? Over there? Okay, I'll be right over there. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a kid. What are you going to do? Uh, but, so it's, you know, it, it just shows, like, Cody's, like, an absolute pro. Like, it's just. <laughs> Nate in the awesome. chat says, how much did they pay that kid? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AEW? Yeah, it was a spy. It's an AEW drone. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, back to Rampage. Fuck Cody. Um, <laughs> morning, Kyle. <laughs> what? What'd you yeah. say? <laughs> Can you put the arm by his ear? Is that a, is that a thing? Can you do the... <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> he's... Uh, anyways, uh, audio listeners are pissed off at us right now. Okay, let's talk about Rampage. Yeah, no idea. Um, okay, so we got to talk about the, we'll talk first about the two women's matches. Great. So they opened up with the women's match, which is awesome. Um, they opened up with Baker and, uh, Baker and Hater against Storm and, and Soho. This is a really good tag team match. It, yes, it flowed it really well. You know what I mean? Like they, they had, they got their spots in where they needed to. They finished off strong. I thought this was great. And then they gave, uh, Ruby and Storm the big win, the big tag team win. Uh, getting them the momentum going into the tournament. Um, Which means they'll lose in the tournament. <laughs> I was, swear to God, I was going to say that's like, hmm, you know what they say about getting that Bro, first I don't win know. outside of the tournament. The way me, the tournament is a fucking star. Thank though. you for reiterating what me and Jackie she were talking about. She stood out so much yes. in that match, not just because her ring gear. She stood out so much in that match. Like, there was one, um, there was one kind of like transition where they were all wrestling and then I forget who bounced off the ropes and she caught her with a kick. Yeah. Like full speed. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. That could be the person that could beat what Jade. What a maneuver. That could be the person that could beat Jade. That's the only person on this roster that I believe if you put in the in the ring with Jade, it's legitimately like, all right, yeah, she has a chance. So they have they released a bracket last night. So we did confirm that there's gonna be a female joker. 
um, which is interesting Ooh. to see because there's a bunch of names out there that uh, could. Brandy Rhodes. It's, it's Brandy Rhodes. Well, the, so the Joker gets the pleasure of facing Burt Baker. I've seen a lot, a lot of different predictions. Athena, who's ready to, like, she wants to come here. Uh, Cancer Ray just got released, but I really don't think she's ready to wrestle right now. She's taking care of a kid. She, she, um, she's had a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Athena is a good possibility. I saw people say Deanna, and we're going to get the Deanna and Britt in the first round of the Owen, which no. is interesting. Um, no, De- in, my, in my fantasy brain, I thought it, but I don't. Yeah, that's, it. What, I, that's what I want, but you don't waste that match. I saw an interesting one this morning. I saw Nixon, Max, uh, uh, Nixon, new, I don't know how to say her new name. Noel. Noel. Nixon Noel, the girl uh, with the shiniest wizard. Yeah, I, I don't, I think. Uh, what if it's Dakota Kai? I think she's oh, still, she has no, she has 90 days. days. Yeah. 30, because she was on the main roster, right? Oh, no, she was Did on she NXT, get... so yeah, it was a 30. Yeah, she's so she's a 30, 30 days. Days. Okay. days. So she won't be there. But Bro, what the fuck are you thinking releasing Dakota Kai? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna get bitten in the ass for that because as soon as her and Nixon team back up and they oh appear somewhere, God. yeah, they're screwed. Team kick, um, let's go. I'm just saying Dakota Kai is like one of the best finishers ever. <laughs> like when she does that like Canadian destroyer backbreaker, it's insane. Um, anyways, I seen something last night and I'm like, oh, that's a great. That's a great joker because she's in the United States, I believe. Um, uh, someone that Britt has history with who she brought in for a uh, pre-show match for a pay-per-view back in the COVID era. Maki Ito? Maki Ito. Hmm. Again, I just... It's fun. People will cheer. But, like, I don't want this person to be a one-off. I want them to be like this woman's roster needs more. But Britt's the story. Needs- the turn Britt's moving I w- on. I, w- I was going to say, but Britt has to move on in this. Yeah, story. no. I think. How she do is. you make? They've given Britt everything, right? They've given her everything. But she's not going to have the win to turn. But she's going to move on in the first round. There's no way she loses but, first round. She, but that's the thing. That's what we all think. But if Athena comes and beats her, no, it's I've- like holy shit. Athena arrived and knocked off the former champion. It's a it's a huge win to give somebody, and I think if you're going to have someone advance in a tournament, that's a huge win. And then they you know do the dark horse thing up the thing, and then in the main event or whatever they could lose, but it's a huge win for whoever wins because if you debut Athena, if you debut Nixon Noel, and they beat Britt Baker, that is a they would have to win victory. the tournament in my eyes. Then if you're no, if you you're debut, I, I Britt's their one of their top stars. You don't just beat Britt in the first round and not win the tournament. That is, there's that, three people, dude, people are going to shit all over that if that happens. I think so. I, I do think, think so. <laughs> in, in regular sports, if you want a real sports feel, an eight seed has beaten a one seed before. Yeah. An eight seed has beaten a one seed. Did they win the championship? No. But in pro wrestling, defeated. you better win the whole tournament. <laughs> Just saying. <I> am, <laughs> this, they don't want it to be pro wrestling. They want it to have a real sports feel. Real upsets happen in sports. They're upsets honoring a pro wrestler, though. They're not honoring anything sports related. If they're doing like a March Madness tournament, so, sure. So you get a shocking moment out of it. I, I, no, I think if you be bit, you're you're winning the whole tournament. She was just the world champion for like over she a lost. year. Yeah, but she, you're she's still a top star. It doesn't mean you lose the belt. You lose your top star status. It's a big win to give somebody. It's a huge win to give somebody because Britt can rebound from it. People aren't going to turn on Britt because of it. I think Britt's going to win the first like that, and then we're not going to get we're going to get the Tony Storm and Jamie Hader second. So there's that tease of if Jamie Hader wins, we're going to get Britt and Jamie in the semifinals. Well, they in opposite sides of the bracket. No, they're on the same Jamie side. So same that means side. Jamie's going to win, mm. and Britt's going to lose. So you think Jamie Hader's going to beat Tony Storm? Yes. Oof. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I I personally love Jamie Hader. I think she looked like a freaking bulldozer in that match. She's been improving leaps and bounds week to week. She is star quality for sure. But do they but does that dim the shine of the people acquisition of Tony Storm? No, people can't be undefeated all the time. That's what I hate. People can't be undefeated. You can't just come in and win every goddamn match. And that's what AEW does. They come in and they win for six months. Fuck that. Make them lose. This is wrestling. You lose some. Like, I, the undefeated thing is such bullshit. I was so happy when Punk finally got beat. I hate it. Like, you can't just, everyone can't come in and be undefeated because then guess what? When someone is undefeated for a while, like Jade, but it they, doesn't mean as much. But they want everybody's undefeated. They want to, but they love keeping the story there, though. The story there, everyone wants is 
Jamie to break off from Britt. Listen, to be that I single think, starter, everyone knows. So if, I just if Britt, I want wins, this to go to someone. I want the tournament to go to someone that's okay. been here. If Britt win, if Britt doesn't win, Jamie's not winning. This uh, if Britt, yeah, exactly. If Britt wins, Jamie's. You think you it, think Tony Jamie's Storm's only moving gonna... on? Because then you're gonna have you're gonna have Britt and Tony Storm in the second round. I mean, I wouldn't mind that either. But I'm just saying, like, this needs to go to someone who's been here. Like, this is a, a you're using Owen Hart's name. This needs to happen, and it needs to go to someone that's been here. And this is a star making moment, right? Jamie Hader, she's been here since day one. She had to leave, right, because mm -hmm. of the, a national right. pandemic. But she's been here since day one. What a star making moment if Jamie Hader upsets the field and holds the Owen and you're like that person you're speaking is now of the biggest star. Jamie Hardy mark I uh, Jamie Hader mark I really hope she wins the whole damn thing <laughs> doesn't doesn't, Britt doesn't need it that's what I'm saying Brit doesn't but I, need I never it. said that Brit would win the tournament I'm just saying that like Tony Storm Tony Storm doesn't need this Tony Storm doesn't need she just got here like like you had Ruby hey I'm here woo I'm the Joker I win I'm number one contender I, I know but I'm not saying Brit I was talking about Brit just moving to the semifinals I I know she's not winning the whole damn tournament <laughs> I just from now, that first round. I'm just directing this. I'm just directing it at the whole tournament. Like it needs to. This is a big thing yeah. that can make a star. Like I make your next star, and you need a next star because Jade's sitting there, and there's nobody that I can believe can beat her. This is where you make the person that can beat Jade. So this because this, this whole Rose is doing her own thing. This whole conversation. This is just. I see people like saying, "Oh, it's a weak tournament," or. Like people like criticizing term, like look at this, look at this whole conversation we had. It's not at all. We we don't even, like. All. There's you can have multiple directions here That's of a winner. That was from two matches. Yeah. Not, we didn't even talk about the other. Yeah, side. where it's 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 Sheeta and Red Velvet, which again, it's not a guarantee Sheeta's going to move on because Red Velvet funny. could easily move on. It, there's a pot. Red Velvet can move on. Maybe, maybe, maybe they use this as a storyline where the baddies do get involved, and Sheeta then steps up. Yeah. Against Jade. Even Riho because even Riho and Soho. One thing I need, one thing I need is is women's feuds to last. You do a great job storytelling with the men. And I think you did a great job on Serena Deeb and uh Sheeta. I thought that was the one of the best stories you've told all year. What is Thunder Rosa doing right now? She has Deeb, but where's the story? Right? Give well, me a story. Give me a long term well, build. I know it just started. Yeah. But <laughs> we have I feel like the women's the women's belt is in serious danger of becoming the tag team championship uh, because you haven't had a story for Jade. You haven't had a story for Thunder Rosa. She's been the champion for two months. Well, the, you just the story got one, with Jade so is she's just running through everyone and building up her record. You need a story though for yeah, people that, to that's keep probably caring. coming. <laughs> you need a story. But yeah, but they have to they have to finish their stories before moving on. <laughs> but she hasn't ever she had a story for a, a, two weeks where oh this Maria's gonna come kick her ass. You need to give her a story. You need to give her more. You need yeah. to like in due time. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying though? It feels yeah, like it, it feels like saying, it's just but... a belt. Like we run an e-fed, and I feel like sometimes we put more arc into our stories than they do. With certain like the tag team championships haven't had a fucking story. None. Zero. Since Pentagon and Phoenix lost them. Not one story. But we're not talking about the tag team. <laughs> Uh, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is where you're in danger of putting Real. both of the women's titles. If this deep Thunder Rosa thing is only a one-off, I will I will double down on this and say you're not focusing on booking anything except the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm hoping that out of this tournament comes the seeds for the next feuds because they're the, I think that this has the capability of creating those next paths. I am all for Jamie Hayter going all the way and taking this. You know, it's like, obviously, the whole goal is to get to a winner of this tournament. But if it can branch off and create additional storylines that revolve around the titles, if there is some sort of interference, if there is some collusion, as we like to say here, then then hopefully that kind of sparks a fire for more of these long-term storytelling for women's matches. Yeah, and uh, I think I saw in the chat that the men's tournament was predictable. I don't think the men's tournament is predictable at all. I, Yo, that's, for one, that can go Max's either way. Iris promo about we know who you looked up to. Mm -hmm. This is who I looked up yes. to. Bro, my eye went Shawn Michaels for a minute. I was like, oh, shit, he said that? And I was trying to look to see you know, what was happening. I couldn't because I had a wonky eye like Shawn. 
And uh, <laughs> oh my god, I, I fucking love that he brought that shit up. I do. I love that he brought that shit up because they have that personal heat with Shawn Michaels because they should, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that match and, itself, anyone can walk out of that match. Bro, I'm telling you, there there might be upsets. There yeah. might be fucking upsets, and that makes great television. Like, I hate to keep like going down, but like for 20 years we had one company to watch. Really, like you know what I mean. I hate going back, but like, what was the most shocking thing you ever saw in wrestling when Brock Lesnar beat the streak? Yeah, hands down, everybody was like, "Is the Undertaker hurt? What's happening? Is this like?" Did they have to I remember that match? day. I thought the referee accidentally called three. Right? <laughs> Surprises in wrestling are so few and far between anymore because of the internet that mm-hmm. like when you can pull it off on live television, it makes a moment. And wrestling is mm-hmm. all about moments. You don't remember everything about wrestling, Freak. but you do remember the moments. And this tournament, having the Owen is a moment in itself, but you can create so many memorable like AEW historic moments in your yeah. short tenure this month. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. No, they they've really done a great job with this term. I think it's it's a very they've done a good job with the stories. They've done a good job with placing the people in the brackets because now I mean this is all to honor in the end to honor Owen Hart. So mm-hmm. who is one of the one I he is one of the greatest professional wrestlers of he's all my, time. And it's funny and he's my favorite, favorite wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> favorite wrestler of all time. Him and Rey Mysterio growing up were my yeah. guys, you know. So yeah, they're gonna do an awesome job. I think they're gonna do an awesome job in the finals. Like it's, we have so much. The tournament hasn't started, and there's so much hype for it. Yeah, just think of great. when we get to the finals at double or nothing. Those two matches, those two finals matches at double or nothing, are gonna be so much hype. Like they're, I know that they're gonna do a great job here. They're gonna pick the perfect two for each one for the finals. That as soon as that bell rings, people are gonna go nuts at double or nothing. So here's here's the question though. Joe is getting the Joker too. We're saying, right? Yeah. Yes. That's making me lean towards Miro, because Miro don't care yeah. if someone cheats. I I've seen Miro. I've seen Claudio is a great one because of there's the history with Joe. So, but then yeah. what will Claudio do? Because like Claudio will go into gonna... Ring of Honor. Well, when they maybe Claudio just beats Joe clean. Because again, yeah. I, I'm going to go back on what I said. You don't need everyone to always be undefeated. What if Sing and them them three are at ringside yeah. watching, and yep. it causes a distraction? Like they throw popcorn or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, Singh could probably reach into the ring from his seat because he's so yeah, right. He's sitting at commentary and he just picks Joe up, moves him. <laughs> it's the claw. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Little Disney uh, man, uh, bro, there. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of the woman, one's going to be in it is Rio, but Rio and Yuka Sakazaki had the qualifying Fucking match great. last night. That great. was fantastic, and I love it. Like, it's I know the Joshi wrestling is not everyone's cup of tea. Um, obviously the Joshi wrestling works better in their rings. Their rings are a little smaller. So like the moves and stuff that they do looks a little bit better when it's in the Joshi style ring. But these two did a fantastic job of doing it all last night on, on rampage. I would say Joshi entrances aren't my thing. Cause it seems too jokey, right? It seems too happy, but when they get in the ring, they fucking kill it. The wrestling yeah. style is amazing. Yeah, and I think we need to give a little bit of a shout out to Riho Oscuro because she made her little debut. Oh, yeah, in her she was dark. Here. Yeah. Yep. Look great. I was feeling Riho Oscuro. Uh, Oscuro. <laughs> wow. You heard it here first, kids. Uh, but yeah, they killed it. They killed it. They killed it. Like there, there is- was one there was one where it was like one, two, and the the ref's finger had to be like right there oh, on yeah, the Oh yeah, yeah. Aubrey looked at Riho and went like this. This close. I, I was like, oh my there God. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. They, had, no. <laughs> they have such a great chemistry, though. I think that they, you know, for a match that didn't have any build whatsoever, it was it was great. It was mm-hmm. just an entertaining match to watch. Oh, Spike. That's hilarious. Spike TV in the chat. <laughs> great name, by the way. Um, Flashback. Uh, I'm going to Forbidden Door, so I'm very excited for going for Forbidden yeah, Door. We, we spent like the first 30 minutes yeah. talking. About yeah, go it. back and watch. We we went we took a deep dive. Um yeah, both women's matches fantastic. Um so the whole hook thing, like our title of our episode is Send Hookhausen. So obviously Hook face Hook this is already like built like they they have we talk about all the time on Elite POV, like the Mega Star they're building with uh Wardlow on Dynamite. They're building a megastar with Hook on Red Page, man. 
Like, yes, it, yeah. look at the pop he got last week, like, when he had his dynamite debut, right? Like, it was... They're building a megastar with Hook, and he and it's great. It's not only that people pop when he comes out because of the character Hook. He backs it up in the ring. This man was throwing around J.D. Drake, who's not a, a 150-pound or 140-pound like Ray Phoenix. He was throwing him around the ring. He and looks then, like he's like twice the size of Hook, and he's getting suplexed around. And he looked great, and the whole thing after was amazing. They had the whole, like... Dan Housen come out in the mic. No, no, no. <laughs> the whole crowd went nuts for this because they're waiting for Hook. For, that's got to be a double or nothing. Hook versus Dan Housen. I don't know because my man Dan Housen has only been like five months since he snapped his leg in like two. Like when he broke his He's, leg, it literally snapped in two. Isn't he wrestling this week? Uh, that's what they're saying. He is. Yeah. Right? I hope. Yo, but what if, what if he can't and fucking Hook I, wrestles for him? So that's what I thought. That, and like that's yeah. how like they become like a hook house because hook is going to sell fucking all the merchandise right yeah. so like why don't we explore that for a little and then have hook turn on dan house i was gonna say maybe not have them like fight right. each other right away but have them team up and you know like be you know in some like they don't have to they're chanting it last like night every week but the, exactly. it's, it's over yeah so hook is gonna get over like big time and like the chip thing was awesome like he he pushed him down and he took a bag of chips out. He's like, I got you a gift. And like Hook grabbed it. And you can see in his face, he's like, Oh, wait, no, I'm Hook. And he threw the chip down and walked off with his little swag. Listen, walk. I have a I have a message for Dan Housen. If you're gonna gift somebody a bag of chips, make sure they're legit. Get them, you know, like them I don't good know what Doritos, that was. I don't brand Doritos and classic Lays. What the hell brand was hold that? Up, Jack, hold Listen, up, Jackie. We are, the, we are the chip connoisseurs, Jackie. We that's all we talk yes, about. We live chips. We Tony Khan, you got you got a you got a sponsor with uh, Doritos or Lay's? What's going on? Working or well, shoot? Well, that's the shit you get at Seven Eleven for forty six cents a bag, yeah. right? <laughs> Hook, get some your, premium. Hold up, maybe he didn't have enough time, and you went to the concession stand. That's all they had. You're, you're fucking eating the Doctor Pip of fucking of chips. Maybe it was get like a. a you got the fucking money. Hey, maybe it was maybe it was like a Baltimore like specific chip. You know, maybe only people in Baltimore got it. Seven Eleven ones. They have like the they have like the the Seven Eleven ones that are hanging on like the thing that are like forty six cents. It just says generic. It just says chips really chips. big across them. You don't know what kind of it's kind of a fucking surprise when you open them. Are they barbecue? Are they it's, salt and vinegar? No are wild card chips. I don't know. We're gonna find out. It's gonna be pretty fun. Maybe there's a chance I get like a nice, you know, cheddar and sour cream. I don't know. I'll take the risk though. If you didn't even notice when when he's eating chips though on TV when Hook's eating chips, he doesn't have the bag turned with the logo. It's turned the other way. So maybe it's for sponsoring <laughs> cheese crisps. <laughs> cheese crisps. Um, so maybe they, you know, maybe Tony Khan's working on a chip brand. Maybe he's talking to Lay's. He's talking to Doritos. No, Foods. Audi, my my man went. My man went discount shop. He Generic. went to below Walmart. He went there and got chips. There's actually a brand up here, a Canadian brand that's below that. It's called No Name. It's literally just called No Name, and it's, it's oh just a plain God. yellow. It's just a plain yellow bag, and it says potato chips on it. You're gonna save a lot, and like instead of fruity pebbles, it just says or instead of you know, instead of like Fruit Loops, it's just like fruity circles, and you're like, okay, I guess it's the same thing. Do you guys have Fucking- that in the states? Because that actually that's actually a thing up here. Like they have like yeah, it tastes like chalk. They have like the off-branded like cheap versions when you go to like yes. Walmart. <laughs> instead of cheese, it's it's like cheese cheese sticks, and it tastes like fucking communion bread from the Catholic instead, Church. Instead of frosted flakes, it's flakes frosted. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yes, that does exist here in the states. We have okay. our like poor generic versions of yes. things, and they have horrible, horrible names. Yeah, um, yeah. Cinnamon I'll... toast punch. It's like what? Hook <laughs> <laughs> anyway. my man up with some Doritos. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the main event of Jay Lethal and uh, Takashita, Takashita, Takashita. Takeshita. Well, we get our hair up because I got to take a Shida. Uh, <laughs> oh, my um, God. It did what it needed to do. It showcased him, and then uh, we had the whole thing with Joe at the end, right? And then Singh got no, involved. Yo, that dude needs to get signed. If he's not. Yeah. I, bro, I, he's Takeshita looks like a beast. Sick. Yeah. He's sick. He's sick. Yeah, so it was confirmed that Charlie is on DDT, so I hope they're showcasing well, he, him a lot. So I hope that they have him on his ra- on the radar. Takeshita, right? Takeshita. Takeshita. Kyle is so inadvertently racist all the time and he doesn't mean to be. 
He's legitimately trying. He just like, like, he's like, oh, Swerve Scott. Oh, wait, no. That's Chris Bay. And I, to be honest, I was looking at a picture that was this small, and it was from far away. I can't believe you brought that up. It was a top five moment of Elite POV history. I will say that because me and Phil are like, what? <laughs> but to be fair, the picture was like this big. Bless Kyle. He tries. Anyways. He tries. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rampage was a good show. <laughs> no, but they need to sign that guy. I mean, they said he was like the five-time world champion at, at that promotion, right? At DDT? Then, like, bring them all. Like, you yeah. need, this is what I'm saying. Like, I just wish they would focus more on this. Like the layout for dynamite has become so predictable. Like you said, Kyle, it's punker, Adam Cole, open it up. Maybe mock slavery once in a while. You hear a wild thing, right? Take your pick next week. They both have matches. (laughs) No, CM Punk and John Silver got to open the night and Dax and Adam Cole need to main event. That's my, I'm just throwing that out. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. that. But what I'm thinking is like, it's becoming a predictable layout. You get the women at 930. It's becoming so, I hate saying this, sports entertainment. It's like so, <laughs> WWE is the same thing. Ever. It's like you get the big segments at 8, 9, 10. You're going to get the women's segment at 9, 15. You're gonna, and it's just so, what I loved about WCW, right? And I think that they need to follow this format, is you got to start out hot with not the big names. Yeah. Save the big names. Like, you know, the, the cruiser weights, right? They would kick off once every while for Nitro, but like that's where you got your Rey Mysterios, your Dean Malenko's, your Eddie Guerrero's, your Juventus Guerrero's, your like Ultimate. You sound Dragon. like a documentary I've watched. Yeah, right. But like, <laughs> no, but it made you go, oh, this guy's good. He's going to be something. Chris Jericho started in that division, became a television champion. Then he jumps over to Raw and becomes a main eventer because people liked him so much. You need to start putting people in that spot. That opening spot is so important to build star power. And I feel like you're using your stars in it. Like Adam Cole and CM Punk are going to get chanted at 801, 901, 901, It doesn't matter. They're Great time. Chanted, they're getting chanted anytime. Yeah. Use that opening spot to put some woman over. Put some younger, like Dante Martin, who's this growing star. Put him in that opening slot. Like get people yeah. excited for it. Uh, to answer your question quickly there, Spike, just a quick answer. Book more women's matches. That's why he put, uh, what would you yeah. do What would you do for the women's ma- division that you book it? More matches. At least two matches. But, yeah. It's, saying, it's, a, it's a loaded question and yeah. maybe something that we can kind of break down in, a, in another episode, like a special episode or something yeah. like that, to just talk about that topic and give it the attention it deserves. Rampage had two women's matches this week. And guess what matches we spent the most time on? Women's the two women's matches, matches yeah. because they were the better matches. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Hulk's match was fucking four minutes to be fair, but those two women's matches were amazing. You yeah. need to have, I, I just don't, I, I, less Chris Jericho segments and more women's matches. There you go. That's how you fix a women's division. Cause it always feels like Chris Jericho is taking time away because his segments are always the 20 minute segments when everyone else gets like the 10, 15. I will minutes. say the one last day was, I was interesting. I thought it was cool. Like, uh, Eddie Kingston calling in. That was dope. That was yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, that was different. And, and saw, Eddie Kingston, believable. You just the best part was was Chris Jericho's face expression from the start of the call and how it transitioned mm-hmm. all the way to "I'm scared shitless" by the end of the call. But do you see Eddie how Kingston much not like he better picked that payphone? Yeah. You see how <laughs> much you see how much better Jericho is when he's not surrounded by a bunch of goons. Just let him be Chris Jericho. He doesn't need all this. He doesn't need factions. When did Chris Jericho ever need a faction? When? He, he works well with, like, one person, like, bouncing off Kevin Owens, bouncing off MJF. He works well in that. Chris Jericho should just be Chris Jericho because that Eddie and Chris feud would be so much better with all the out the outside noise. That's also The outside a, noise is killing it. That is also a him thing. He said in his podcast a lot that he loves factions. Like, he's obsessed with factions. So that's, like, him. But he needs to realize that he's better he on his own. He's better yeah, on his own. Like, he might be having the time of his life, but us as fans, uh, I mean, I speak for myself, and I say I, I would rather see him just go it alone. <laughs> Yo, you you legit, you legit did more in a two-and-a-half-minute phone call between Chris Jericho and Eddie than the 52 minutes in the past yeah. three weeks you've donated yeah. <laughs> to that segment. Yeah. If they're going to have a match at double or nothing, it should be just one-on-one. 
I think you're going to I know it's going to get five on five. I don't know if it's, it's going to be a, blood and guts. I don't know if that'll be a double or nothing. I, mean, I don't think so, but I think it'll be a special blood and guts match. I or think a get it. special dynamite that I know they're going to do called Dynamite All In eventually because they keep teasing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. but that's the main event of blood and guts. That's not, that's not a main event. If you redo All In... Yeah. You better bring the fucking noise, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's a, if you have that in the middle of the card of all in, I'm all yeah, for but it. That's, Blood and Guts is in the middle of the card match. It takes a lot to set up, a yeah. lot to break down. True. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. We usually go about an hour for this show, guys. We try to you keep it. You think a he's doing that to help the younger towns? Of course he's doing. It. I'm not saying I'm not saying he shouldn't help the younger towns. Yeah, you're I'm just shooting. saying Chris Jericho is a better singles wrestler than he is in a faction. He's more important by himself. He has more star power by himself than he does in a faction. And he could still get younger talent over on a, in a one-on-one situation. Chris Jericho so would do easy. more for Daniel Garcia's career if Daniel Garcia beat Chris Jericho than if he was teaming in a faction with Chris Jericho. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Exactly. Um, but other uh, than that, guys, thank you guys for watching today. This is Good Morning League. Again, we usually try to get a Saturday morning show out to you guys just more – more in-depth discussions. We talk a little bit about Rampage, um, and then uh, usually our shows are Thursday night at eight p or seven p.m. Eastern time on this very channel, Twitch.tv/ElitePOV. That's where we usually talk about Dynamite and a lot more topics as well. Uh, but thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys if you do support the show. If you want to support the show, it is Patreon.com/ElitePOV. A couple of tiers there for you guys to subscribe to. Anything helps. Anything supports the podcast. You get access to a lot of exclusive uh, shows, other shows that you don't get. That's released into the world, so everything is on there for you guys. You can also support ElitePOVMerch.com. A lot of cool merchandise on there. Pop the boys. I'm an Elite POV girl or guy. Baby faces have no friends. Uh, the IWC, the Internet Wrestling Croutons. Let's effing go. Lots of designs on there, including the designs that we have special up until July. Um, there's three different kinds of shirts with our Elite POV logo in different colors. We have a pride one a trans pride one and a non-binary pride one. Um, all the proceeds for all those shirts are donated to uh, Jackie's brother, Nate's surgery fund. Uh, he just had successful surgery, which is a great thing to hear. Um, but all the proceeds are being donated to them. So thank you to everyone who's bought t-shirts so far. There's a lot of t-shirts that got sold. Um, thank you guys so much for that. You guys don't know. That means the world to us that you guys are going out and supporting Jackie's brother and Nate, who is a great, who is there. Nate Leon in the chat, a great fan of the show. Um, it does. Is that our, that has to be our best selling. Yeah, yeah, it is. And here's the thing, guys. I'm probably the one who always looks in the camera and say, don't buy our fucking shirts. Buy these fucking shirts. Make sure you buy these shirts. These shirts are more important than our shirts. Fuck our shirts. Just buy these three shirts. That's all I care about. Because like I said, it's not about just like looking cool and, and, and having that cool logo on you. It's about punter. spreading them. Yeah, it's about <laughs> spreading the message. And, um, you know, that message is important to people, and it's it's up to us to spread the message because the fucking news ain't going to do it, right? So it's up to us in our little circle, our little community, to wear it with pride, to show that we are a community and show that we back each other no matter what beliefs we have, right? Like we're, we're, we're a family. We love each other and and shove it in the face of all the 80-year-olds who are fucking stupid. Yeah. Um well said it. If you guys if you guys have a shirt and you guys get a shirt, any any of the shirts you get from the merch store, even the ones that we just released now, um send us a picture, like tweet us on Twitter, or if you want to DM us, we'll tweet it out. We we love to see you guys wearing yes. our merch. Thank you to everyone who's like done that and sent us pictures. Um we love it, it's it's that. That right there even supports the show right there. You mm-hmm. sending us a picture in our merch, you guys liking and retweeting. Thank you guys so much for that. Um we appreciate it. Nia and Ann have a big Week coming up, uh, if you guys know yes. about our eFed stuff, um, you know we're gonna we, work on shit right after the show. <laughs> yeah, we have we have our Grand Slam week, so we have our uh, that's starting Sunday and Monday. Ant starting show will be Sunday and uh, Ambition Grand Slam at I believe you're starting at uh, six or seven p.m. Yeah, I, I believe six p.m. Um, okay, will be upgrade six thirty. Will be bell time, normal time. I do have to do dinner with my mother. Obviously, yeah. it's Mother's Day. I'm like the king of like. Hey, fuck your holiday. We're gonna we're gonna and do a wrestling show tonight. Programming the holidays. <laughs> programming holidays. It's almost to the point where I was gonna do it tonight, and then I'm like, you know what? No, because everyone's so ready for Sunday Monday that yeah. we're gonna do that. And if you guys don't know what our eFed is, so it's awesome. So me and Ant have created a e federation company called AWF Alliance Wrestling Federation, um, which is basically me and Ant. We've started our own uh, interactive company with you guys out there. You guys create a character in WWE 2K22, or we create it for you. And you 
you're basically a wrestler come to life. We do storylines. You guys do promos. There's pay-per-views, video, video yeah. packages, all that jazz. Vignettes. So vignettes. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So if you guys are ever interested, you watch this show, you're interested to see what that is, come watch. It's twitch.tv slash alliance wrestling fed. So that's, I'll put it in the chat here. I'm going to tell you when he's doing that. Any talent that thinks they can hang with me in a promo battle, ask Kimmy how that goes. Ooh. Do me a favor and ask Kimmy, who's the queen of promos, how's it go? They go, listen, it's a, there's a king, there's a queen, but there's a god level, and I'm on that level, okay? Don't come at me with your promos because you'll get chewed up and spit out now from the boss. I'll reiterate that. Don't cross the bosses because <laughs> Kimmy Sage, you don't win your match on Monday. You're suspended 30 oh. days. Spend it. So... Anyways, um, yeah, guys, it's so much fun. It's We have this community that comes over there as well. There's another community there as well. It's so positive. Everyone has a good time in the live chat. They're all in character. You can bet along with the matches with the coins you get by watching. It's so it's much fun. Um, but yeah, Jackie Jackson has a character. In the AEW women's division. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. So thank you guys all for watching today. You guys have all been amazing. Make sure you guys uh, wish your mothers happy Mother's Day this weekend and spend time with your moms. Um, and <laughs> What's that? Happy Happy Father's Day, Poppy. No, oh, thank you. That's uh, next month. Um. <laughs> it's a whole different show. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. And remember, you don't need to have a coffee cup to have a coffee. Happy Mother's Day, Mama POV. We love you.